episode 50. Uh, this is a real milestone. It has, you know, the podcast has been going for, I don't know, a year. And um, and here we go. Like, I've taken a few little breaks, but I still keep going. And I think that's probably a real, uh, very, oh, God, I've lost the word, analogous uh, to my founder journey. Uh, you know, zigzags, a few steps forward, a few steps back, but you just keep going every day. You just keep going. And yeah, so here we go. 50, 50, 50. I feel like I should have cakes or something. But anyway, it's just the little things. And this is this is it. I, my head is a little bit all over the place today because I've got so many ideas and so many things happening, which is great. I'm actually going to start by taking off these earrings because I realise that whenever I wear earrings uh, and I move my head, that it hits my AirPods and then you can probably only hear that noise. So I have taken the AirPods out for people who aren't watching the video. Maybe you don't even know there's a video, but I started the, the platform that I use, Riverside, actually has a video player and so I just started posting things on YouTube so I, I have a YouTube channel and I have all of these videos I think most of them have been watched once uh, so if somebody comes and watches them then I've just doubled my viewership which you know that'll be a win for 50 as well but it's been it's been a week in like a really good positive way so I think you know the thread over the last couple of episodes has been about making the ask and really telling people not not necessarily even making an ask but, but just vocalizing telling people what you're up to and I find that really difficult which is probably part of the reason why I only have one view on some of my videos and two is the most so I'm trying to get better at that and I just came from a, a fantastic founders friday event and at the end of it they do like a karma thing I think I've mentioned this before where they do they give the space to people to say okay this is what I'm offering to the community let me know if I can help and or you can make an ask and so I just said well I'm doing these sort of founder afternoons if anybody wants to come grab coffee let me know and then two minutes later the event ended and we sort of go into like informal networking and I didn't really think anything more of it because I was a bit like oh that sounds a bit salesy uh that's not quite as exciting as as other people's and then I was swamped and I really didn't know where to go and and it really really surprised me actually how many people like how do I find out about it how can I sign up and so then I'm telling everybody the website you know giving them like link tree they're signing up and I'm seeing people coming through and signing up on Luma and it's like oh my god this is insane there must have been I mean there was probably 25 people in the room and I probably had at least 10 of them maybe 15 come up to me which wow I mean talk about demand and interest for for collaborating so that's great so I've all, I've put up another one for a morning the following week so we'll see how that one goes and then I'm also working with Mike for um for a happy hour 
uh, and shout out to Subwire because he's helping with that. I think we're going to have a guitarist there, but that's going to be a fun, happy hour on the 15th in the East Village. I will send out the invite shortly. I think we're going to go back and forth on details of that today. I've got the contract. I, I've not signed a contract with venue before. This is very scary. And they want a minimum $1,000 spend, which I think is going to be okay. But I've not had to do it. So please, if you sign up, please come and buy a drink. Uh, I really don't want to be out of pocket. And, and I think it's just a nice thing to do too. I mean, I understand that everybody's budgets are tight. I do get that. But even if you haven't got a load of money, you know, in the same way that you're looking for people to support you, support others as well. So buy Diet Coke, buy coffee, buy, uh, you know, a $5 beer, whatever it might be. But that would be, that would be really helpful. Um, so yeah, so lots of things going on. And I think I'm starting to feel more confident with what I'm doing. And interestingly, I was going to be talking about just, I guess, being brave this week and hearing other founder stories, which is why it's so important to surround yourself with other founders, because you hear the tactics that they're using, you hear what they're doing, how they're moving, how they're moving the needle. And also it helps try and normalise that probably a lot of what you're thinking is is okay and but it's also that there are other ways of doing things and achieving outcomes so there I am thinking oh my god I can't ask for things um I don't want somebody to say no I want to I don't want them to feel bad for saying no and then a couple of instances have happened which have shown me that people are going to some real extreme lengths to to grow their business and nobody really bats an eye and I should therefore not be afraid of doing a bit more so one example I was at an event I was mid-conversation it was one-on-one me and somebody else and literally I kid you not they sprinted out in the middle of the conversation because they wanted to go and talk to an investor who was just leaving the room and I was like whoa okay that that was the first but that's how focused they were and they just didn't care. They were like, no, I'm here. I'm not, you know, it's nice to chat to people and, and to network and stuff, but fundamentally I'm building a business and I need to do everything I can to build that business. And he came back and he was very, you know, it's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But like, that was how focused he was. And I thought, wow, okay. Nobody really blinked an eye. Like, I don't know what transpired in the conversation that he had with the other guy, but he did that. And so like, that's okay to go and talk to people. And then somebody else was trying to get into an accelerator and technically he was supposed to have a co-founder and he was a solo founder. And so he just sort of like harangued the guy, chased him down, got connections from other people, went to an event that technically was only supposed to be for alums, but he got an invite, turned up and got in. And like, these are the things that I would be thinking, oh no, I can't do that, it's rude. Or it's overstepping. And I think you know, it's all connected with like fear of failure, imposter syndrome, cultural norms. And I think if you're a minority and you don't want to overstep and you, you you don't want to look disrespectful, you do that more often. Now, funnily enough, both of those stories come from white guys. Um, and so I think there is a lot to be said there is if you have that confidence, you will just push the needle more. And so for everybody else who's listening, you don't have to go and be as extreme as that. But I think it does show that the world doesn't stop and you don't get shot down by making an ask like that, by following those tactics and approaches. 
So just go do it. And so then on a similar note, I follow Lolita Taub. I've mentioned her before. She's this great VC. She's now based in South America. We haven't met, but I really want to. She did something for Tech Week, a coffee over a weekend, but I couldn't go. Um, but I follow her and I, I have a lot of respect for what she does and, and the support that she's doing. And I think the tools that she's built uh, are fantastic. Anyway, so she does this thing called asking for a founder and she's sharing the questions that she gets gets asked and then like is crowdsourcing the replies. And one of them this week was very topical. So I'll read it out. It says, how might a risk averse, how might risk averse founders get more comfortable with taking big bets? Which is clearly very topical for everything I've been struggling with. And so just naturally what I've been doing, as I said, was like surrounding myself with other people and, and recognizing that there are other ways to do it. And and so I commented on, on that to that effect and she retweeted it, which was great. And other people sort of some saying similar things, but then also other people were like, no, if you're if you if you're risk averse, like you should not be a founder. And I think that just then exacerbates the belief that a lot of people have that you know to be a founder you're very stereotypical young white and male and that you have to have the biggest ego in the room you have to be a real alpha and that if you're quieter if you're more considered if you're from a minority demographic that you can't be a founder and funnily enough the person who posted that has got no engagement whatsoever because I think that is just I think some people do think it, a lot of people do think it, but I think fundamentally when you look at where the growth is and, and you see people coming through, it's wrong. And it's just continuing that false narrative and closing the situation down. And so that actually gave me a lot of confidence when I then saw all these other people chiming in saying, no, these are some things that you can do. And actually it doesn't close you down to being a founder. It's just, these are the tactics that you can do to, to make your, your company better and and you personally to grow so I thought that was really refreshing and very topical so I wanted to share that and I'll post that Twitter on here uh, I'll post that yeah that that tweet on here um and then the other big news is I now have I'm working with two remote workers who I was talking I've talked about I work for a while but um yeah so I found two people they've been doing uh some trials for me I've got uh, a leads list for different events. So I'm going to be contacting people from various different co-working companies. And then I've got somebody helping with marketing, which is fab. So she's put together a, uh, a brief of my newsletter. I'm still trying to figure out which platform to send it in. And I don't really want to spend a load of money adding her. But um, because they, they ask for extra money, like the platforms, if you add extra editors and stuff. So I'm, I want to make sure that it makes sense before I add her in. Uh, so in the meantime, I'm just doing that. But that's going to begin. She's going to start working on social media for me as well. So when I do a podcast or when I do a newsletter or when I announce an event, that, that gets shared across LinkedIn and, and Twitter and stuff. And then I can obviously post something personally. So that's that. I, I, things are happening. Things are happening, which are, which are great. I'm bringing more people in I'm meeting people people are recognizing me which is really strange um and they're like oh hi I'm like hi uh but it's good and and also to that end too you know I think 
the pull factor is happening, which is people are coming to me saying, hey, will you use my product? Like, is this useful for you? Do you want to use this product to do this, that and the other? What do you think? And so I guess that's saying that now we're starting to get to critical mass and people are starting to engage and, and they're liking what they're seeing. And I think it's unusual too to be focused more on founders specifically as opposed to just the tech scene. You know, and it's like, I think there's lots of opportunities out there and already lots of just general, hey, I'm a product person, I'm a dev, I'm a blah, 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 and I work for this company. But because this is for founders and people building their own business, it's it's different. And so I think that sets me apart and I have to sort of try and normalize that a little bit too, because obviously there aren't as many founders as there are um, tech people generally. So, um, so therefore, I shouldn't try and compare myself to others who have like maybe a hundred thousand, or maybe not even that many, a thousand or ten thousand members when I have five hundred or so. But it's growing, um, so it's all good. So with that, I'm going to go because my battery is now at what is it, twelve percent, and I want to make sure that this gets wrapped up before I finish. Um, yeah that this gets finished downloading before the battery goes so with that that was an incredible uh 50th episode thank you so much for listening and yeah go double my youtube views and if you have any venues that you think would be great for hosting a happy hour a coffee a co-working anything send me ideas uh because i think that is huge and if you want to be involved if you want to help host if you want to do anything just ping me tori at the knowledge.shop thanks have a great weekend everyone